welcome to Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lightsaber Ninja. A.K.A. King Cable. He actually remembered his intro this week. <laughs> and Control Freak. Good evening, everybody. Uh, it's going to be a weird podcast today, considering two out of three of us are sick. Yeah, I'll survive. Yeah, I will too. It's just... Yeah, sore throats suck. For once, I'm I'm the most healthy. That's not good. No, it's all that coronavirus. Oh God. Yep. It's all right. We all know the vaccine, right? Nine millimeter. I was about to say just drinking a shitload of Corona. <sighs> There's also that. Uh, they're poor but... socks. <laughs> uh, did you guys see that detail about like 38% of people think that the coronavirus is related to corona? Yes. Turns out to be a bullshit stat that originates from a company that works for competing beer brands. <laughs> we can tank corona. This is wonderful. I just imagine somebody so sitting in there. It's probably like Dosakis or something. I can't Just remember all who they market high, for. Sitting in their high office with a cat, like Doctor No. But yeah, they uh, they put out claw a claw from Inspector Gadget. I was also thinking claw, by the way. God, if my throat wasn't fucked up, I'd at least attempt to do the voice. Please Next don't. time. There we go. Um. Yeah, they they uh uh. I don't know who all they market for, but they put out a little questionnaire. There was a bunch of coronavirus-related questions and then corona, uh, corona beer-related questions. And the 38% number that they pulled out of their ass was from the question, like, you you familiar with what corona is? Some shit like that. God. Uh, so. That's why statistics as a class is bullshit. Because you can make huh. statistics say anything you want. Oh, yeah. You know, 48% of statistics are made up. Abraham Lincoln told me that in a meme. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what you guys been playing this week? Let you can go first. Okay. Um, am I going first because what you've been playing is something we discussed like right before recording? There's that, and then the other thing I've been playing is the thing I've been playing with Sedge. Yeah. Okay. You okay. know, the, the general thing of we've both been playing the same thing. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> um... I'm always so left out. No. Uh, so, so, Doom Eternal is coming out this month. And I was like, well, obviously, the way to celebrate that is to uh, play Doom 2016 for the first time. But I didn't have the money for that. And uh, Classic Doom went on sale, like a serious sale. It was a buck fifty for Doom 1 and 2. Hmm. Each, not together. Um, and Doom 3 was 3 bucks, so all together $6 to own all the classic Dooms that I've never played and uh, so I've been playing the shit out of Doom 3 how are you finding Doom 3? because I know that's uh, the least liked of the Dooms because it wasn't Doom no, it was System Shock oh hold on System Shock. I wanna, no, I want to get, get to this because you, you had a better analogy you just but anyway I actually see what they were doing, and I understand that they were trying to take themselves too serious. And you had originally, when I was discussing it with you, said, said Bioshock. 
And I think that's a really apt comparison. Specifically, I think that Doom 3 is to Doom the antithesis of what Bioshock Infinite was to Bioshock. So with Bioshock Infinite, everybody was like, yeah, I'm loving this world and the story, and, and they put all this stuff into the characters, but like the having the obscenely gory shooting tacked on top of it just kind of it, it, it it's you know uh what is that ludo narrative dissonance it, it causes a real problem with it. um but for doom 3 it's like yeah i love all the gory shooting and and fighting the demons and shit but like you're taking yourself way too seriously with this dumb story well that you know it was like getting locked in a closet you couldn't see anything except for a vague outline of a door. Yeah, but they fixed that with the edition they released on Switch because it's the BFG edition, so you can now hold your flashlight and, and a gun. gun. Yeah. The fact that that had to be patched in for the original release, just... Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I do... I, uh, as I said in my comparison to Light, it, they marketed it as more of a horror game rather than an action shooter. This was my problem with Doom, is that the satanic panic of the original Dooms, and then the fact that Doom 3 really did try to look like a horror game, and even the Doom movie was just, take aliens, but, you know, do it dumber. Um, yeah. It... It all led to this perception of a horror game. And the first time I ever tried to play through it was on Xbox. And I couldn't do it. I was treating it like a horror game. I think it still keeps that veneer. But if you go into it knowing, like, no, you are still Doom Guy. And just because, you know, he might want to know his motivation for killing the demons this time. Uh, you still want to go just fucking slaughter demons. Game's pretty fun. I've been having a blast. You're not, you're not Doom Guy. Yeah, you're the you're just marine sergeant you're that, doom that marine yeah well but i'm yeah. i'm calling him doom guy because doom 3 is clearly a reboot uh so he's the new doom guy he's not doom slayer clearly doom slayer would eat him for breakfast yeah doom doom 3 was where they made the distinction that we have now between the doom slayer which is doom 1 2 64 and 2016 and Eternal and the Doom guy which is Doom 3. Yeah. As you I literally just said the same thing you just said with more words. But it was good. I'm enjoying it. There are a couple areas where I mean obviously the game wasn't perfect, but there are a couple areas where uh I I I'm not liking it as much and most of it comes down to the having to play on the switch oh yeah um how you finding the sticks for that so the the joy con are a, a wonder of construction but they're too sensitive with very tiny range which means that like i gotta turn sensitivity down whereas the wired controller has just like the biggest fucking dead zones and lowest response time and so I have to turn sensitivity up. I, I haven't found a happy medium yet. Hmm. But I am I am glad you finally get the chance to experience Doom. Yeah, it, and first game. They're pretty good too. Oddly enough, you're you're starting at the same place I started with, because when Doom 1 and 2 came out, I was but a babu. 
Mm-hmm. I was but a small and not allowed to play those. And then Doom 3 came out and I was allowed to play it. And then I played Doom 1 and 2 and now I'm here. And then Grandpa over here started off with Doom 1. Hmm. The original Doom. I didn't want to make a joke. But I thought you'd be the only one who was uh, old enough at the time. Yeah, I started with original Doom. Yeah. <laughs> I remember playing that for hours. That was that was a fun game. I always found it interesting, like, in later years when you find out Doom was a 2D game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like everything was based on top-down level design, and then you were just looking at a... Like, I'm yeah. trying to remember how they describe it, but yeah, it was like the game was technically a top-down shooter, but you're just looking at it from a different perspective. Yeah, it's and the um, what... well, go ahead. I was gonna say it's basically what people did in uh, Little Big Planet to make first-person shooters. Yep. But uh, yeah, it um, when you're playing the original Doom games, it's it's literally a uh, uh. uh trick it's just it's just a trick it's a 2d game yeah and i can't an illusion there we go and it i tell you what it does not compute for my brain (laughs) no my um they did a very good job of tricking our brains with that oh yeah shit looks 3d i mean i know they got 2d sprites and stuff but traveling through the world i don't i don't grasp it (laughs) pretty cool props to carmack my actual first encounter with a doom like anything because you know after doom came out there were a bunch of games made that like used that same engine that same pseudo 3d yeah, heretic <laughs> noah's ark well no my no, no i mean the game if it's a game yeah yeah that that's why i said noah's ark. i thought about noah's ark yeah noah's ark yeah, was... was that a follow-up game for it Noah's Ark was a game that was built on the same engine, but it was you were supposed to be Noah taking out bad animals with a slingshot. Oh no, I'm thinking... Huh, I I never saw that one. I just remember playing Heretic where you're running around with like a crossbow and a magic staff fighting mm. demons again, and it was just... It was very Doom-esque. But my actual first encounter with something like that was a... Uh, was a learning game where you learned about the human body and when you went through the brain it was just a series of mazes built in the doom engine and then you could like find a picture and click on it and it would tell you about stuff and i think there were floating neurons but there wasn't any like true gameplay beyond walking there's a joke in there somewhere that doom also teaches you about the human body but in a much more visceral way <laughs> Particularly, this uh, is a spleen. Now I'm gonna make him eat it. Uh, you played anything else this week, Light? No, that's been most of it. Fair enough. Control. Uh, well, you and I have been digging holes, digging holes, diggy diggy hole, and digging holes. Um, uh, otherwise and known bugs. as yes, and killing lots of bugs. Otherwise known as deep. Rock Galactic. Danger, Darkness, Dwarves. Um, We're late to the Deep Rock Galactic train. We are. This game has been out for two years now. Finally went on sale. Had a free weekend this past weekend. And 
So a whole group of us ended up picking it up and playing the ever-loving hell out of it. In one weekend, we got twenty. I got twenty-two hours of gameplay into it over Damn. the course of I three days. I didn't even look. Um, I only have six. Yeah, Ben and I kind of went. We went off for a bit. I what the <laughs> what was that on Sunday? You guys were just playing, or no? It was a uh, Saturday. Yeah. We just yeah, we kind of went ham. <laughs> you guys started playing at like noon, didn't stop until nine. Yep. Um, but no, it's it is a uh, it is an enjoyable game. I think it was worth the uh, the twenty bucks, or I think I paid fourteen. Yeah, it was on sale. It was worth the money, hundred uh, percent. Actually, it's still on sale till March twelfth. Hmm. Ooh. Um, well. <laughs> If you like our description of Deep Rock Galactic, go pick it up. We don't benefit any from that. It's just a game worth checking out. Yeah. Uh, but no, it is it is a lot of fun. It has a bunch of unique mechanics. So the way that I pitch it, and everyone's been pitching it kind of differently, I think of it as Left for Dead meets Minecraft meets not necessarily overwatch in terms of gameplay but in terms of objectives oh yeah with the escorting the payload that kind of stuff yeah so you go yeah, into you the, can see yeah. that yeah you've got you've got different sets of missions so they all start off with your dwarves in a drill getting launched at an asteroid and you end up a couple hundred to a couple thousand meters underground and you'll get an objective where it's you know mine x number of this resource or you know pick up x number of avocados as we so called them <laughs> um hunt down specific types of bugs or go repair these drones um and as you go through the stage like you're going through these winding like tunnels all throughout the place it's randomly generated so each map is different that being said Sometimes random generation makes for some really weird maps. Like, we had one where we drop in, and generally the tunnels will go down deeper. But this one, it kept spiraling back on itself. So you start in the main room, and you go forward through one of the tunnels, and you just see, like, this hole on the side of the wall. And you look in the hole... And it's just like a sheer drop into this other room. Like, you're not making that fall down. But you keep going. And well, eventually... you are. Your spine's just not going to survive the fall. Yes. Now, if you have a scout, you could just, you know, jump out and grappling hook to something and survive. But that's my job. <laughs> um, but you, you'd wind around. You'd end up in that room anyways. And you'd keep going and you'd finish the objective. And when you finish the objective for most missions, except for the, uh, the salvage mission, you have to follow Craig, as I so call him, um, mm. your mule, which is where you dump all the resources that you've mined up. You dump your resources into him. Once you finish the objective, you hit a button on him and they send a new drop pod to pick you up. Well, Craig will take the shortest path back <laughs> to the drop pod. <laughs> so that little hole that you saw is technically the shortest path because Craig, being the asshole that he is, can climb up walls. 
and go along the ceiling. So this was, uh, Ben and I were playing by ourselves. This was before we had roped everyone else in and we had a mission where we're following him and he just starts walking up the wall. It's like, where the hell is he going? And he's on the ceiling and he just goes through this little hole and we're sitting in this room like he's dropping the waypoints for the fastest way to get back. How the hell do we get back now? So we're running through this tunnel now with zero idea of where we're supposed to go trying to find out where he spat out from that little hole in the ceiling. <laughs> and this um, is what makes it so fun when I joined the party because I play the driller who has the drilling tool to get to quickly cut through rocks, and I just cut us our own fastest path to the drop pod. Hence your new nickname. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ben's apparently getting t-shirts. I saw that. You must be so happy, Drill Daddy. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, so, you know, what is the point? As most people will ask, what is the point of the game? Doing these missions, you will find upgrade resources. You'll progress objectives. Like, you have to do a series of missions to unlock certain uh, new items to use, new weapons for your characters, uh, additional resources for upgrades. It is a literal grind fest, which, you know, you're a dwarf in space. You're mining. Why did you not think you were going to be grinding? Um, but for like getting, you know, two, three, you can have up to four people. If you can get a full group, even two people playing together, it's a lot of fun. Because as you get higher in the difficulty, you start dealing with larger waves of enemies. By the way, the enemies are basically a mix of termites, spiders, and ants. And the zerg. And the Zerg. Like, you, you throw all of them into a mixing pot, and then you pour it down onto the dwarves. But uh, it, it is a lot of fun. It's very straightforward. And we have done some pretty stupid stuff. And it was great. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Um, it's, a, it's an absolute blast to play, especially when you have friends just to dick around with. Yeah. Because you will inevitably end up in a situation where you've lit your entire party on fire. You mean every mission involving you? Mm -hmm. Hey, I can't control the flamethrower. It has a mind of its own. Keep your flammenwaffen in your pants. No. <laughs> um, that was the... Honestly, that was my main game of the weekend outside of uh i think friday's stream we we jumped around a bit and i actually jumped back into dead by daylight for murdering friends mm. you were a, you are a serial killer in disguise look just because the doctor needs to give you your examination does not mean that the doctor is a psychopath i worry <laughs> although i do I'm wonder why i got a I do wonder why I gotta always turn my head and cough for the eye doctor. You know, never question your doctor. Mm. That's uh, that's a different that's a discussion for a different podcast. <laughs> or that, that for moment. a therapist. <laughs> yeah, my new podcast is this a crime? 
that moment during the proctology exam when you fear the doctor's hands on your shoulders. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, Dead, Dead by Daylight was fun to jump back into even if we, when I was there, because I left for some reason that I don't remember. Um, Oh, right. Never mind. Yeah, you left uh, for reasons. Yeah. But, we only had three people in, but still, it's it's still fun. Oh yeah, and and that was the thing. Like we we weren't playing it in a serious fashion. We were we were literally playing it just to dick around. It was like, yeah, I'm gonna pick this killer that I have no idea what he does, and I might hook someone, and then I'm just gonna walk away, and I'm gonna tell the other guy, no, go get your buddy off a hook. This isn't done yet. <laughs> I'm going to break you. When I'm going to make it yes. so you put him on the hook. <laughs> oh, man, if only. Um, but yeah, no, we, we we played it in a way that was not conducive to the actual way the game was supposed to be played. And I think everyone that got involved had a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I ended up snagging a new streamer buddy, Vex, in on it after you had headed out. Sadly, the other two guys never showed up. I still curse them wah, for that. Wah. Yeah. But uh, no, we, we, we still had fun, even though we were still just a three-man group. And then I think we hopped over to uh, Trouble in Terrorist Town for a bit. I need, to oh, demo- yeah, I, did. I need to get more mods for that, because we don't have the full set of weapons. I want to have a terrorist whip out Captain America's shield and start boomeranging that shit all over the place. Hmm. We need the mine turtle. Oh, God. The flying turtle that blows up. Or, or, or are you talking about the tiny turtle that blows up? No, right. The tiny it's a turtle super, that blows yeah, up. Yeah, it's a super sheep. And then the yeah. the tiny turtle. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. No, I wish I would have been there for that because, man, I've been, I love Trouble in Terrorist Town, especially with friends. I, I hate it with randos because it ends the same way Deceit ends with randos. Just kill them. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much how it goes. Just kill them. Yeah. It's like. That guy's not one of us. Kill him. He must be the infected. Wait, what? Yeah. Um, and that's, it kind of devolved into that because we had three and four, like, I think we ended up with four people. Um, and it was generally a case of, well, I'm with you and you haven't shot me yet. It's probably the other guy. And then it turns out to be the guy that was standing right next to me and he was just waiting for me to kill the first guy. Hmm. No, there, there you go. <laughs> Um, I wanted to try and get us over to prop hunts as well, but we didn't, uh, at that point it was, I'm pretty sure it was like midnight or something. I was like, okay, it's time for bed. Yeah. <laughs> you, you did have, you stream so long you glitched discord. Wait, what? Cause... Oh yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I still don't know why it said I was streaming for like the next four days. Yeah. That was weird. Just. I get home, you're still streaming, go to bed, wake up, you're still streaming, message Twilight, um, is he still streaming? I look, or no, she messaged me. Yeah. And I looked and it's like, no, I think Discord just glitched, and then it was glitched for the next two days. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that, that was a bunch of fun, uh, I do apologize, I'm pretty sure I just stole your thunder on deep rock galactic. Cause I think that was mostly what you had played this weekend alongside me. That was literally all you've said. Everything that I was <laughs> going to say about it. It 
I'll reiterate, it's a fun game. Go pick it up if you haven't. It's on sale. Yep. And Especially if you have friends to play it with. True that. And then yesterday, we have the coup de grace of the week for myself. Because, hmm. uh Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But my nostalgia can't hold out. We'll get to it. <laughs> all right. Because that, that is not even a what have you been playing topic. That's a, all right, this is the rest of the show. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, yeah. I'm going to take this uh, minor moment to just mention that as of recording today, Halo Combat Evolved is now out on PC. It kind of surprise launched. Like they finished oh, the hey flighting. Guys, we finished it. Well, they finished the flighting like middle of last week for it, and then it just launched today. To which my response is, "Well, I fucking hope so, because this is one of the only two Halo games to actually come to PC originally. It shouldn't be that hard." Now, is it the uh, the upgraded graphics, Master Chief edition? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the it's the anniversary edition that released for the 360. Alrighty. Did they throw yeah. in armor abilities for it? No. It it is a faithful recreation. It is a faithful remaster of Halo One. I do find it funny though that this takes place after Reach and Master Chief doesn't have power uh, armor abilities. Yeah, I just kind of uh, justified that by all of that tech was lost when Reach got glassed. <laughs> So, that's oh, yeah, what I'm going to go. Everybody remembers when Reach got glassed. Where were you I mean, when Reach got glassed? Anybody who's played Halo knows. Yeah, I know. Bro. I know. Bruh. 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 If anybody knows, yeah. I know. No, and the multiplayer for that is just Halo 1's... PC's multiplayer, so you actually have online in the Halo 1 multiplayer. Oh. It's kind of a bastard to play because it's all pistols all the time. Well, yeah, because the pistol was a sniper rifle. Yeah, I know. I'm just <laughs> saying. But, yeah, so that dropped today. So. I can do um, it. And that's about all I've been playing yeah, nope, can't think of anything else, because I was at Comic-Con on Saturday, so I wasn't streaming. Right. Um, Did you buy anything fancy? I bought a new coat. That would be fancy. But, uh, yeah, I bought uh, a company's take on Dante's coat from Devil May Cry 5. Mm-hmm. It it looks like the coat, but it's not made of leather. Uh, it's made of uh, heavy canvas. Okay. So, much nicer to wear indoors. It breathes better. <laughs> true and you don't turn into a sweaty mess yeah, it's kind of like the adam jensen coat i own <laughs> yeah, i got one of those too <laughs> although mine's more man. mine's more jp from grandma's boy oh god <laughs> yeah um but yeah uh that's a good place to take a quick break uh we are part of the next wave podcast conglomerate and we're gonna run a couple of promos for some shows in that uh, group so check out the promos and give those shows a listen and we'll be back in just a moment wait we're a conglomerate now season two 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 season two
Steve and I'm Izzy and this is everything, everything I, I learned, learned from movies. movies and tonight tonight like every night we bring <laughs> you questionable movies and pass the lessons that we've learned on to you as well as we go over some great beer and funny third thing yes we're excellent beer reviewers and as BJCP certified beer judges we sort of know what we're talking about in regards to that the movies <laughs> so if you want to hear us talk about uh, odd movies and uh, is he talking about BJing, Woo! Uh, listen to us at eilfm.podbean.com. That's everything I learned from movies.podbean.com. Hey, honey, are you ready to pop that top? <sniffs> Woo! My top! All right, and we're back. I hope you guys enjoyed those promos. Go check out those awesome shows. Uh, Control, you... Well, you know what? I have no stake in this conversation, so take it away, guys. <laughs> All right, okay. I just want to say, you're like, we'll end the podcast on this, and it's really freaking me out. Like, because yeah, I, didn't, a... I didn't think that it, like, I'm like, oh, this will be a, a decent chunk of conversation, but now I'm wondering, like, is it going to be just give control the floor, or? It was a joke, my dude. <laughs> He just he just knows that I could go on for hours about this game, even though it was only in demo. Yeah, like we all we all have something that we're into, and this sounds like it's Control's thing right now. Yeah, it was hundred percent my jam. I would have made the same joke if it was, you know, two weeks from now and Doom Eternal was out. Good luck stopping home from talking about it when that happens. Hmm. But, but anyway, so take it away, guys. <laughs> From where from where we were right before we went to uh, commercial break, uh, this past week, I downloaded and played to my heart's content for the moment. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven Re- Remake, eight gigs of demo, and you know what? It played flawlessly. Like, mm-hmm. it was gorgeous. The music was astounding. So- I'm glad that you brought that up. Uh, before you get into music, I'm glad that you were at It's Gorgeous and played flawlessly. Here is the first bit of info that I know. Uh, this game runs on UE4, which has actually been pretty hard for this generation of consoles, right? It's actually using the same engine as Kingdom Hearts. And Kingdom Hearts had, apparently, plenty of areas where it struggled whether that's maintaining resolution or uh, frame rate. Never saw a dip. Never this saw a game, stutter. Nothing. By the way, are you on are you on base or pro? Base. This is a, this is a okay. launch PS4. Okay. That I actually have the uh, the Silent Hill playable demo on. Nice. Like I'm I'm keeping this bitch. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh my brother uh got a PS4 Pro and he still is keeping his PlayStation because he can't get rid of PT. Yeah. Um but anyway, so it, okay, that's cool that you're on base. So I want to say um in in investigations, it uses dynamic resolution. In investigations, it never dips below um for resolution 900p and that is ultra rare. It stays 
very close to 1080p on base system. And it can go all the way up to a weird one. It was like, ugh. It was not 4K, but it was not 2K. It was like like 2,000-something weird. Do you know what, like a, a thing you've never heard? I didn't, uh, I mean, I didn't check for that. Like, all I can tell you for... It's, it's hard now because they use dynamic resolution. I just wanted to point out that it's running on the same engine. It's actually running harder. It's doing things that Unreal doesn't usually do, but it's maintaining. Um, 100% maintaining. Uh, they uh, they capped it at 30 frames per second. Didn't feel like it. Yeah, it's real it smooth. Felt, like in yeah, everything it was, I've seen, it it's very smooth. I mean, I streamed it, and aside from the stream having stuttering because my PlayStation itself kept thinking it was on Wi-Fi and not hardwire. Um, huh. It, I mean, I never, as I said, I never noticed any stuttering. I didn't yeah. feel it. I didn't see any tearing. Nothing. So with that frame cap, uh, apparently Kingdom Hearts, I, I'm comparing it to Kingdom Hearts 3 because it's the same, in, same company, same engine. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 was uncapped and would sometimes go up, but most times go down. This game's capped at 30 and apparently just chugs along. There's been there's not even a frame pacing issue, even on base PS4. And whenever I was saying it... Well, go ahead. So for that, it's similar to what you would see like with high-end PCs and screen tearing, when it's like, oh yeah, I can play this game at uncapped frames per second, and I can get 120 frames per second. It's like, yeah, but your monitor, for one can't handle that and yeah. if too much is going on and it has to rapidly adjust from going to 120 down to 60 yep you're losing so much there because it has to switch everything that it's doing to re readjust to that that's why you have continual issues as you're playing instead of if you cap it at a point and you say it can't go higher than that the processor and everything else that's trying to render this game understands that and is not having to constantly think of, Oh God, is it mm -hmm. too high? Is it too low? So your, your frame rate's going to stay more level at that point. Yeah. That's like uh, the digital foundry guys, even though everything on their channel is supposed to be, you know, just tech, 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 tech. There are a few dudes on there who are just like, just cap it. Like they hate having variable frame rate. Yeah, it, it makes no sense to do it because you're you're hindering the performance of your game. Um but yeah, so apparently um some of the particle effects and also specifically the real time lighting and shadows that this game uses are a higher level than almost any other Unreal 4 game uses. I know Squeenix is known for their lighting. But uh the very fact that that also doesn't chug performance. Like, apparently this is a very optimized game for the engine it's running. Absolutely. Um, and now you, having actually witnessed it, by all means, go ahead. That, that's, that's the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> all right. So, I've, like, I already posted a review on uh, Guru Review about it. Uh, so I'm going to probably end up taking bits and pieces of it from, from there. Mm-hmm. TLDR, massive nostalgia boner. 
it's gorgeous and I can't wait for it to come out. Um, you mentioned I have, the physics and the lights. I have a personal question for you. Okay. I've seen the comparison of the opening cinematic. As somebody who has played and loved the original Final Fantasy VII, did you get that, like, when the game, when the demo opened up, were you instantly blasted back to being a child, or was this a new experience, or what would you say? There was a split second of the nostalgia, and then it pulls you into a new experience. Mm. Just because, like, you, because it opens up on the same type of sequence, Yeah, but adds more to it. Like in the because in the original you see Eris walking down an alleyway and then walking out into a street, and you've got the cars and all the people and everything. Like in the original, it was all very small, condensed, and you know it didn't necessarily feel as massive. But it you know the impact was still there. In this one, with what they could do, since you know obviously tech has gotten better. Like, she starts off in the same type of alleyway, but you see her looking at this piping that has this weird green glow coming off of it. So it's like, okay, well, what's that? Well, you find out that's, like, that's the literal power, and that's the Mako, and, you know, the lifeblood like, like of the magic? planet in the future. Literally the magic of the Earth. Oh, okay, um, okay. But then she walks out onto the street. and she's Wait, got so you can make a real good spirit bomb out of that. Probably. <laughs> um, they technically use it to charge a cannon. <laughs> cool. Um, but she walks out into the street, and in the original, it panned up from there. There was not like there wasn't a continuation portion. In the demo for the opening, she walks out onto the street. She drops one of her flowers, and a dude steps on it and crushes it. And it showcases her like leaning down, picking it up. And then looking up, and then it pans out to showcase just mm -hmm. how large Midgar is. And it is, like, worlds oh. larger than what I remember, than what I thought back when I played it as a kid. Like, Do no. you think that that's going to all be playable? If they do it in parts, like they've said that they are, so yeah. this is part one of supposedly three. Um, Although they've been kind of hush about that. What if yeah. what if it comes on like multiple discs and they're like, yeah, by the way, here's the whole game. I would be stoked for that. I'd be okay hmm. with it. Because, um, I, I, I mean, hell, the original game was also on three discs. So that's just, here's another little drop of that nostalgia bottle. Like, yeah. this game's so massive, it's on three discs. Oh, shit. Um, but when they do the pan out... And you see the size, and it's like, yeah. When I thought, like back in the day when I played it, it was like you you saw the plates because it's like seven different plates surrounding the central region, and you see the plates, and it's like, okay, you know, those plates might be like the size of a small town or whatever, you know, fine. No, in this, when you do the pan out, it's like no, each of these plates is the size of a of a city. Yeah. Like this is a this is a megatropolis. Like it is massive. Um and you don't like they haven't really showcased oh, yeah. the slums much. So I'm curious It to looks see how even they better than the first time. The the first time that they did that uh view of the whole city from afar. Yeah. 
like what like over 10 years ago now when they first announced this remake when they when they first showcased cloud jumping off of the train when they foolishly thought this would be on ps3 <sighs> i'm glad it's not i mean they wouldn't have oh, been yeah. able to do everything that they've done um but yeah so you know the scale is going to be massive if because part one is supposed to take entire take place entirely in midgar yeah. So if they're expanding that and you get to go to the other plate sections, I am highly curious mm. about that. I would I would definitely like to see those different regions because they've already. Well, changed, I thought Midgar was the entire major... city. Well, that is it. it Midgar is the oh, okay, entire okay. city, but it it's made up of two. It's so it's two layers. There's high class, low class, and then there are seven plates surrounding the central platform. Oh, holy fuck. okay. Yeah, it's eight plates surrounding a central platform. Um, but they've and they've already changed a major portion of the story. Um, it which kind of blew my mind. I mean, this is in the demo, so it's not really a spoiler alert for anyone. But if anyone ha wants to play the demo first to see it for themselves, spoiler alert. Hmm. One, two, three, four, five. Um, your bomb doesn't go off. The demo is you playing the first mission where you're going into one of the Mako, Mako reactors. They call it Mako. I always called it Mako growing up. Um, I get that. But you've, you're blowing it up. You've got some C4 that you are using to blow up this reactor. After the boss fight, your guys are running out of the reactor because the timer's going off. So it's like, well, shit, we got a bolt. You get out. Timer hits zero. It's a dud. Hmm. Bomb doesn't go off. And so that's a change from the original? Yes. And then it switches oh to a security camera view of Shinra, the President Shinra, who's the leader, like the leader of the I'm not even sure it's the world, but he like he is the leader of Midgar. Like he's the president of Good Midgar. Good guy, bad guy. Bad guy. It's a company. Okay. It's a corporation ah. slowly bleeding the planet dry. The so president um, and CEO of the world. Pretty much. Um, okay. But he's talking to his, like this guy behind him who looks like a military general. I'm blanking on the name. I think it was Heidger. But in the original game, Heidger was like this fat, portly dude. And now he looks like, you know, Russian, you know, huh. military general. Beautiful beard you. win and everything. But... He he looks over at Shinra, and basically, at, like, do we do it? Shinra nods. He hits a button, and a bunch of robots show up in the reactor portion and just blow it to shit. Ooh. And it was like, like I'm watching this. I was like, that that's not what happened. Hmm. What the shit? And the reactor blows up. Half the half the plate loses power, and you know it was like. That was awesome. Um, so is that a cliffhanger ending, or yeah, for that portion? And then it's a, like there's a final cutscene that kind of showcases some of the other stuff that happens, uh -huh. cloud meeting Eris, and so on and so forth. Um, but that I mean, that was all fantastically done. The how the do you feel about the combat? Combat's good. Uh, it's very reminiscent of Dirge of Cerberus. Devil May Cry style, but slowed down. 
they kind of reined yeah. it in. I mean, Kingdom even Kingdom Hearts is fast paced compared to this, in my opinion. Okay. So make like they, I would almost say they almost force you to make proper use of dodge timing and guarding. Interesting. Like when I started off playing, I was just wailing on the guy. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm kicking the crap out of him. I, you know, two full combos, I knocked the dude out. And then they start throwing the dogs at me and the dogs start kicking my ass. I was like, oh, uh, okay. So hmm. slowing down your pace a little bit and actually like gauging combat is a good idea. And um, using your abilities and yeah uh the abilities those come with like time freezing so it does a slowdown so when, okay so standard combat you know squares to attack so you're those attacks time doesn't slow down you can keep doing that and then roll away and do all that other stuff but i'm so glad using... you said that earlier on my screen i thought that it said circle to attack and it's been rubbing me wrong all day <laughs> um but when you use your uh, abilities, you actually have like an AP bar at the bottom of your character screen, uh, the character bit in the bottom corner, the character yeah. UI, we'll call it. Um, and it like you have multiple bars that will fill up determining how many abilities you can use or which abilities you can mm. use. Some will use two, some will use one. So when you use that, you press X, it brings up a little menu for you know ability magic item is it clunky or does it no. feel okay it, it it is very smooth um i thought Ooh. it might be clunky but it does like it doesn't take you away from the combat it's a small yeah. window that pops up at the bottom corner color kind of fades from the screen and everything slows down to a pace where you're not going to get your ass kicked unless you, you time it horribly well, and then at that point, once you select the ability, you're about to get wailed in the face. <laughs> um, but you like you select your ability, and then when combat resumes, you go straight into the ability. It's not like you have to do this like charge up animation or something. It's just, all right, I've selected the ability. The ability kicks off. Same thing with magic. You know, okay. I select to cast fire. He can He starts casting firebolt and launches it. Not oh. You know, uh... Okay, so some of your abilities aren't necessarily magic. Yeah, so your your abilities just use AP. Um, for Cloud, he had Braver and Fierce Thrust. Um, Braver, he basically did a front flip with the sword and slashed down. Um, Sweet. And Fierce Thrust is literally just a multi-hit thrust into the guy, dragging him along with you. With your fucking sword Buster ten sword. times the size of your body. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, one thing I, I saw with the combat, which is confusing to watch as somebody who knows nothing, like I feel like I ha you have to have your hands on it to really fully grasp it. Uh, grasp it. But they were switching. They they could switch between big guy and pretty boy. Yeah. So you can um because some enemies will be out like for the for the demo. Some enemies were out of range of Cloud's sword. So they would it would switch you over to being in control of Barrett, who has a gun, and that would that was part of the tutorial for using uh, target locking. So you can f okay. focus target on an enemy and how to switch between the targets. All right, and all of that felt smooth and natural. It took a moment to get used to, but yeah, 
one like but not a steep learning curve no no it's definitely not a steep learning curve okay yeah because i'm i imagine the the given that this is a series that you know sometimes has tutorials even 10 hours in looking at you final fantasy 13 um i imagine that you know it's going to get more complex as the game goes on well and so this being the you know the tutorial yeah that first mission touched on every primary point i think the only two tutorials that didn't come up would be materia equipment like equipping actual materia for different spells or status what's effects. materia um materia is how you would actually like use magic in the world materia oh, like your like, like your mana jack. points well no because you have mana you have your mana points oh. materia is kind of what you would channel your mana into to cast the spell oh okay so you would have fire materia and okay okay it, it would be like a crystal that you'd be holding or would be equipped into something so like on cloud's you. buster sword you see that green gem on it that was the fi- that's the fire materia so it's you actually fire flashing uh no it doesn't have that effect um oh, okay, they okay. may they may add that that might be something they add um but like in the original that was like you'd equip it onto your equipment so if you had a bracer it would be slotted into the bracer if you had a specific weapon it had a certain number of slots for materia okay um but yeah no it was like the tutorials the only thing it didn't really touch on was materia and um party changing because you only had the two characters those really uh, oh okay so there's a limit to how many people can be in your party originally it was always three okay it was a three-man party but you had a cast of nine characters oh see i never knew that i know that 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 probably sounds super dumb but i literally thought that you know you met the three people and that was your three people nope uh in the original you i mean you've got barrett tifa eris vincent sid yuffie kate sith i know i'm missing someone uh uh the thirsty chick she's not a team she's actually not a party member she's part of oh okay uh, she was part of avalanche that would be jesse um that's a whole different (laughs) thing and actually that is something i wanted to touch on yeah characters it doesn't be like listening to dialogue does not feel clunky like some of the past final fantasies it felt like you were either getting awkward shakespeare or emotionless robots. 90s anime. Yes, very much 90s anime. Yeah. And but with this one, the dialogue felt human. Like there's a point where uh Barrett's going on a rampage about how the earth is crying out, can't you hear the voice of the earth crying in pain? And Cloud just makes a comment like Do you hear that voice? <laughs> Barrett just turns and is like, "Yes, I do." He's like, you should get help. And I'm sitting there, I was like, that is the snarkiest, awesome. most dry humor, and it perfectly fits Cloud's character. It didn't come from left field. It perf- like it just all flowed together. I think the only thing that ever came from left field was Jesse's constant like side flirting to Cloud. Hmm. 
That was not side flirting. That was it very is... open flirting. No, that, no okay. that was her being thirsty and talking about it with the other characters. Despite it being more overt than you're used to, though, did it also feel natural? Yes. She, she, right. she, seemed, she felt like a person with a crush would be yeah. the best way to put it. And it's just what happens when you have a crush on someone and as an adult, eh, you might get a little thirsty. Now, on the subject of some thirst traps here, eh. was there any cross-dressing in this demo? Not in the demo, but if you really want to find it, you can Google it. So I, um, I remember a while back, uh, around, around the time when Squeenix was like, oh yeah, this will be a downloadable episodic adventure before they like stopped talking about it being broken into pieces. Right. And uh, somebody had put how, I think it was due to an interview, how they thought that the, the cross-dressing moment that was in the original game wouldn't be in this game because this one's taking itself seriously and whatnot. And then they showcased Cloud in a dress. Yes, and then immediately, like the one of the most recent trailers that they did, they showed that club and cloud in a dress. Yep, and that like, and I I love that fact because it means that they're like they're not taking stuff out that some people might have thought would be like, oh yeah, that won't fly anymore or that won't yeah, be they're, entertaining they're, anymore. If they keep, to they're the embracing original, it. Yeah, if they keep to the original source material and they're just doing an overall upgrade and revamp, I'm happy. Because there yeah. are a couple of mini-games that I actually really enjoyed. I mean, the Golden Saucer is full of mini-games, and I want to get back into those. And then there was one where it was a tower defense game. And I'm hoping they kept that's that neat. and just upgraded it. Because if they did that, that's going to be a blast. Hell yeah. I, I so look forward to that. Um... So yeah, like, the, to go back to the characters, the characters yeah, I'm felt sorry. human. They felt real. They weren't more so than Final Fantasy usually does. Yeah, well, because I mean, you had fifteen, which I thought they did a good job with a lot of the characters, and then it kind of, like, once you got to where you thought, like, okay, I'm now going to get really into the game, like, the story's really going to pick up now it did a time leap and all the characters are now, you know, have gone through some traumatic event, but they're ex the exact same that they were beforehand. There was no real character development for them. So they all felt very 2d. You look at 13, all of those characters were just either stereotypes or cardboard boxes or a cardboard cutout. There was nothing. I, yeah, I hated 13 with a passion. I know some people love it, but those people are wrong. I um I I'm I sorry. waited for I waited for versus 13 and then 15 came out and I just I don't know. I have yet to get my hands on a Final Fantasy. If you play 15, you play it until the, like the last 2 hours. Once you get to chapter 13, just turn off the game. Mm. Just turn it off, be like, I'm done. The the end like end it with just before the time skip and I, it's like okay cool that's the end of the game the i i did not like the ending of 15 it felt way too rushed because they ended it with a oh yeah it's been 10 years since you disappeared but you've aged like your your character is aged 
and the world has gone to shit, and now you're confronting the final big bad. Oh. And I was like, where's the rest of, <laughs> where's the, rest of the game? So it, it had and a lot DLC of promise. will never release. It, never release. It's, there's, no, there's nothing more. The, the DLC they made for it was for the side characters. So yep, your teammates had... got a little more details, but that was it. Wasn't one of the characters basically just a third-person shooter? Yes. That was, and uh, that was the one well... where it turned out he was a clone. He was a Magitech oh. soldier. Oh. Yeah. I, I found that out. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so you take the well. happy-go-lucky, lovable little scamp... And turn him into this hyper-depressed guy because he's not sure if he's actually a person. What the shit? <laughs> yeah, okay, they, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing with that. Yeah. And story. they clearly didn't pay attention to 90s Marvel with Spider-Man. No. But, uh, holy shit. <laughs> Sorry, I, again, I, I could keep going. I'm, I'm gonna I know. <laughs> music? Nostalgia all the way? I listened to it an hour before and an hour after playing it? Like, I had it just playing in the background while I was streaming other things. Loser. That music is gorgeous. I don't know why. Like, I understand that I'm a geeky, nerdy person that's into geeky, nerdy stuff. But for some reason, when somebody gets uber nerdy, particularly, like, gaming music, I, I don't know. It just triggers me. Uh, uh I put... You. I put Naruto in my Netflix list because I know that my kid would be into it. Totally forgot that I did that. I was scrolling through Netflix and I saw it and I'm like, what fucking nerd put this on here? Good job. Yeah. It's just, it's something I'm never going to watch. So yeah, I don't know why it just certain stuff gets to me. Hmm. Yeah. Long story short, nostalgia all the way. It's upgraded to high hell. I cannot wait to actually get my hands on it. I'm so, glad you enjoyed check it. Check the demo out. Yeah. Also that. You can download it on PlayStation. Why are we having so many shills this episode? We're allowed to like things and recommend things that we like. What we need is an affiliate link. <laughs> yes. Um, so on the subject of Square Enix, I do want to say uh they have committed that over the next year all their games are gonna come out on both current and next gen consoles. Woo! Okay. Yeah. Um, Which and... also... Go ahead. I was going to say on the subject of that, uh, Rainbow Six, they've basically said they're bringing point. it to the uh, next gen of consoles as well because they want to yeah. keep Rainbow Six alive, or Rainbow Six Siege, I should say. <laughs> yes, and they want to do cross-gen multiplayer. Yay, I can smoke the console scrubs. I'm well, sorry, I did, I say, did I say smoke? I meant get smoked. Yeah, I, was about I saying, said cross-gen, not cross-platform. Oh, right. So well, you'd still I have mean, to be on a console, you dippy. Yeah. You never know. They I mean, might it doesn't matter for me. I play it on, I play it on PC, so... You get, yeah, you get smoked enough as is. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I got I, I got a couple little things I just want to bring up and then I don't know, we could call it if you want, unless anybody else has anything. I touched on my big mm. things. 
Oh yeah, yeah I got nothing else. Phrasing. I'm glad oh, I got Jesus. the also touch on your big thing. Um, keep it in your pants, boys. <laughs> the nostalgia boner is so, real. That that uh, what, what's her name? Jesse said that Jesse character is rubbing off on me here. Um, phrasing. So the internet kind of went crazy because Kojima Production sent out a photo. Their head of marketing sent out a photo saying that next week there will be some sort of announcement. And everybody thinks that it's going to be Silent Hill. Yeah, and so I just want to point out, it does seem like they're working on a horror game concept, which we know will be a Silent Hill spiritual successor. But just like Death Stranding, there is still a contingency online who think that he's going to literally be making Silent Hill who don't Which seem is... to understand that there was a falling out with Konami. And Konami still owns the license. And they're not going to just hand that IP over to the dude they fired? No, that'd be like him announcing a new tactical shooter, and that, and ever, well, like when Death Stranding came out, and everybody thinking, it's just going to, it's secretly Metal Gear. It's just it's Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Zero. It's going to be Metal Gear Zero. Metal Gear, Look, if you yeah. take this symbol and you... You go into Photoshop and tweak it to be the Metal Gear symbol in Metal Gear. If you remove some letters and add other letters and if you, if completely you take erase off, this entire yeah. word, it spells Metal Gear. If you take off pieces of these letters and rearrange them into the into Metal Gear, it spells Metal Gear. God damn it. Yeah. Um uh also happy birthday switch is three years old today. Woo. As of recording. Um, and uh, R.I.P. Kazuhisa Hashimoto. Inventor In of English? the Konami Code. Ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had, I, I had seen that in a couple of spots. Um, I Even had... In that little bit of silence. <laughs> I had some stuff about next-gen consoles and... Uh, bringing current and next-gen games to the Switch that I think is too in-depth to go into right now. Same with uh, GOG return policy. I think there's a nice discussion to be had there. But They can cover that in a side quest. Uh, okay. Uh, Rockstar also broke the internet by releasing yeah. an image. Of? It's just a picture of their logo, but it's got, like, words and stuff. Like, the internet immediately started pouring over every pixel. There's, like, words in there and hidden phrases. and They think it's teasing GTA 6. Well, that's always the first jump, to. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, anytime Rockstar does anything, the first guess is GTA 6 and the second guess is Bully 2. That'll always be... The thing. Why can't it be another Max Payne, guys? What if it's that? Yeah. Um, if it was GTA, I would say this is a sequel to London 1969. That is a game I have not thought about in a long time. Yeah. Although... I don't think a lot of people even know that that, that game exists. Well, okay, so my, my reasoning behind that, by the way, is that, I don't know if you heard, but they said one of the things that had them dragging their feet on working on the next GTA 
is that American politics has just like kind of reached this point where they can't satirize it. Yeah, because it's a fucking satire. Yeah, it, in itself. It, there, there are just jokes that you can't make anymore because they're not even jokes. Um, and that they have, you know, they would struggle trying to figure that out given that they're based in England. Uh, the UK. Let me say that because I don't think it's actually. To be fair, they'd have their own. Oh yeah, if it's just the UK, if the, if it was England, they have their own problems. Yeah. Well, they do. They still have their own problems, even if it's the UK. Yeah. Um. It's just I don't want it to be like Scotland or Wales or some shit. Um. But anyway. Uh. Yeah. I think. So. So if you take those and you're like, well, but they're still gonna work on GTA because that's their big money maker. Then I think if they did a GTA game, they would actually set it in the HD universe's version of London. I mean, I'd be down for it. Yeah. It'd be but pretty... it could literally be anything. It could just be a logo change for all we know. Yeah. Uh, you got another little note here that Flight Simulator is going to have 37,000 airports in it. Oh, yeah. I got that just for you. Um, yeah. It's going to contain every airport in the world at that resolution of graphics. Fuck. That game is going to make my computer melt. I'm going to oh, yeah. need to build a rig specifically for that game. It's um it's a combination of obviously they don't have enough people to do to model all 37,000. But it's a it's a they're working in tandem with their Azure AI. Which is also the AI that's going to be optimizing uh the online infrastructure for Microsoft. Um, uh, Sega's next fantasy star uses it. It, it was in a yeah. lot of trailers last year. Yeah, Wait, I remember Sega, it. Sega's making another fantasy star? Yeah, did you yeah. not know about that? They nope. just had the beta for it. No, oh, I actually would have tried it out. I I honestly thought you knew, because I remember you mentioning fantasy star. I mean, I, I know a fantasy star, I just never, I didn't know that I thought it was fun. I thought it died. So did most people. Yeah, that's true. So did Sega. But fortunately, it hasn't gone the way of uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 yet. Hmm. I'm sorry, that game's not coming out. Stop having hope. I don't know. I mean, at this point... If it does, if it does come out, it's not going to be what you want. Well, that's probably a given. But at this point, the... Uh... Everything Ubisoft is invested in it. Oh, that reminds me. Um, what you call it? Uh, Watch Dogs Three. Mysteriously delayed. We never talked yeah. about it. It's, it's been a while since that happened. Yeah, I mean and that I was think... around the time Ubisoft was delaying all of their projects. Yeah, I think that we know it's because the current gen can't handle it. Yeah, and I still I mean, think that, that that's an always online game. I I mean it it's very likely. I we don't know enough about it. It feels like it has to be. It will. Eh, I don't it think has, so. I think it will be. I mean, I I think it will be too, but it doesn't have to be. To I do mean, the what they're claiming it can do? What have d every NPC be different and be able to mm -hmm. recruit everybody? Yeah, and the fact that they all have their own unique stories and 
Yeah, I guess they need a constant server connection. Suffice yeah, it's to like say, how Fractile needed it. Currently, it is not feasible. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but with Beyond Good and Evil 2, I think that it's the sunk cost fallacy. I think getting Eve Guillermo to come out of retirement and then work on that game. <laughs> Ubisoft yeah. has just been funding his salary for so many years now that they're like, well, fuck it, we gotta... Guess we gotta just let him finish. We just have to get this game out, whether it sucks or not. I don't think it's gonna suck. I, I don't know. We can hope. I, it's not I going think to suck. Yeah, we hope it's not gonna. I feel like it's gonna get hyped and hyped and hyped, and then just be a massive letdown for anybody who's a fan of Beyond Good and Evil. Perhaps I'm way too hyped. Um, just about the engine. Yeah, but that, I mean, the engine's cool, but if, I mean, the game has to be good. Can't sell a game on an engine engine alone. I mean, you can, but that doesn't end No Man's well. Sky managed to pick themselves up. The thing is, if it's a new engine and the game is a total flop, and it is not a, No Man's Sky is, I would classify it as a game of service. Because it, it is a long-term game, and it's not it's not something that you play for a singular story. You play for an experience. With Beyond Good and Evil 2, that is a game as story, not a game as service. If the game flops, there's no picking it back up, and that engine will die if it's an engine designed or created because of Beyond Good and Evil 2. Because no one's going to see it or care. Oh, yeah. Even if... Even if Beyond Good and Evil 2 sells, like, fucking hotcakes, they're never going to use that engine for anything. Like, it's such a pointless engine. Hey, you know what we should do? Classic platforming action game with stealth elements. Oh, yeah. Let me make sure that the engine can, can render an entire solar system for our lighting. You Wait, what? Oh, wait, we're just making No Man's Sky again. Huh. Or Mass Effect. They were first. No, I'm talking about Beyond Good and Evil 2, man. Yeah, Beyond Good and Evil 2 were first. But their game hasn't come out yet. Huh. Yeah. But when All it right, does, it'll be great. <laughs> sure. Moving on. If you say so. I got nothing else, though. Uh, okay. Well... Yeah, I got nothing else either. Unless y'all want to hear out. about the High Republic. Side yeah. quest. Should actually start recording those at some point. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so light, pluggable, go. Um, let's see. You can find me uh in the Martian space station uh, hunting down demons. Okay, All right. Well, also on Twitter at King Kegel. <laughs> Control. Oh yeah, that too. Well, you, speaking of Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at Freak Control. I really need to. I need to get up. Just my ass. do it. Just yep. just message them. Actually, I should, I've got Twitter up now. I can do that right now. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Ziguru Review. Where much like this podcast, I go on rants about things that I love or hate. Um, I do want to. 
to say I, I I haven't checked in a while because I haven't been on Facebook. But legitimately, the last time that I logged on, I went to your page and I was reading your thoughts on some games, and I highly recommend it. Like that's not just bullshit because we're on a podcast together. <laughs> sometimes I write good stuff. Sometimes I write short things. But uh, yeah, the last place you can find me is on Twitch. Twitch twitch.tv slash control freak. I'm pretty much there Monday, Wednesday, Friday from six to nine. I think this week it's probably going to be more of digging holes and, or maybe humans fall flat. We'll see. Yeah. And, uh, you can find twilight. I know she's not here today, but you can find her on DV in art, uh, midnight direwolf. Go check out her art. It's pretty good. And you can find me on twitch.tv slash Lord Sedge, on Twitter at Sedge underscore gaming, and you can find this podcast on Twitter at Gaming Casual Pod, uh, wherever you're currently listening to it, and not limited to Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all of those fun places. And you can find us on Facebook in our discussion group, Facebook.com slash group slash gaming casual podcast. You got enough words there? My throat started to hurt halfway through that. Anyway, have a good night, everybody, and we will see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.